welcome to Wielding Legacy. My name is Laura Payne Stanley, and this is your weekly audio insight because the key to unlocking your future lies in legacies. As I said, this is an audio insight, and it's one for high achievers, for visionaries, for empire builders, and for power couples. You see, I know that you are here, already creating an impact in your industry. You are here building a legacy for you and your family. And it drives you, it occupies your mind. But through my work as a trusted advisor to extraordinary entrepreneurs, I know you aren't yet reaching your greatest potential in your business, your performance, and in your relationships. Now, I'm known with my clients, I am one of their loudest cheerleaders, believing in them often before they do. And yet, you can't enroll me in your legacy limiting story. I'm your biggest empowering challenger as well as you create your ultimate legacy. So this audio insight is called Wielding Legacy because, as I said, the key to unlocking your future lies in legacies. Welcome to the next episode of Wielding Legacy. Now, I'm recording this episode having just finished our live event, Be Boosted 2021, and this was a six-day online business retreat experience. It's, it's just such a pleasure to behold kind of the transformations that people were having, the healing, people growing in confidence, people making money in the room right there in a task that we did. And it was just amazing. And we did one exercise and be boosted that I want to share here today on wielding legacy. The area that we talked about and touched on is around our wounds. And I want to start when we start talking about wounds by saying, it's never too late to heal a wound to explore how it's impacting you and your life and your business and how you create your legacy. And that's our topic today. So what is a wound? Well, you can have one or a couple of main core wounds, and you can also have a couple of minor wounds too, or you can have many more if it depends on what's happened in your life. From a coaching and psychology perspective, a large wound can be labeled as a gestalt event, a large T traumatic event, an original sensitizing event, or an OSE. In essence, what is it? It's any event that has created an impression on you, that that then became a basis for a belief, which then turned into a pattern of behavior. And over time, it kind of integrated into part of your personality. But in essence, that wound is potentially something that isn't serving you currently as well. Why is it important when we talk about legacy? Well, a wound, a wound can give you insight into the impact that you wanna have on the world. Part of the reason that I do this work and we look at wounds and we talk about ancestral wounds and we talk about your personal present life wounds is when we start talking about things like legacy and mission, it can be terrifying. It can be terrifying. And I remember I had a conversation with Mr. P, my husband, a business partner at one point. And he said to me, he gave me a piece of paper, actually, this was many, many moons ago, he gave me a piece of paper and said, you can create anything you want to in the world. What do you want to create? And I honestly felt paralyzed. I'm looking at this and going, you think, oh, that's, that's freeing. That's amazing. And I just, I didn't know where to start. It was just overwhelming. And my experience, when we start talking about legacy, when we start talking about mission, that clients can experience that same level of overwhelm. Why is that? Well, there's not many times since we were a kid that someone said to us, 
You can be anything you want to be. You can do anything you want to do. You can create any legacy that you want. And because it hasn't happened for many of us since we were really tiny, we've kind of forgotten how to do it. We've forgotten if there aren't those parameters, if we can create and do and be anything, where do we start? And that's why wounds can give you a starting point. They can give you this direction, this motivation to create a mission, to create a legacy. Now, the master coach in me kind of has an advisory note because I, I, I wouldn't be me if I didn't. When we start talking about things such as wounds, they are complex. Wounds can come from trauma. Now, this episode today is an exploration of wounds as they lead to your legacy. However, if when you start looking at your wounds, you feel like it's opening up a traumatic experience, or you feel that you can't think or feel about that event without being associated into the trauma of that event, then I want you to go and press pause. And if you want to, I want you to go and seek some support. Look for the appropriate level of support. It could be a coach, a therapist, a counselor, someone who is trained on what we call trauma-informed coaching, someone who may have experience of PTSD or other specific areas as it relates to trauma. So this episode might not be for you, but you can still listen and learn without going into your wounds if that triggers off too much. That being said, there is so much power in looking at our wounds. I want to give you some examples of wounds that clients have had. So with all of my clients, with all my private clients, everyone has discretion and I will never out a client unless they out themselves that they are working with me. That's one of my values. And that's what happens when you come on for an LPS coaching experience. So I'm going to give you some non-specific examples of wounds right now. So here's one wound. One client identified a father leaving at a young age and having no stable relationship with him since. Another client identified being teased at school for the way they looked. Another client identified a parent dying when they were young from a terminal illness. And another client identified that their shyness, their kind of quiet strength as an introvert was being used as a weapon against them in corporate life. Another client said, no one seeing anyone who looked like them when they were growing up. The only people they saw who were successful and were making money did not look like them. And another client said, they remember feeling not heard by their parents in their wishes when it came to having children at a young age. Now, remember when I said that wounds are complex? They are also not comparable. And I'm saying this from Be Boosted, the recent experience, and from my client work, that what can come up, and it may well come up for you, my friend, is as you've heard some of these wounds, you are saying, mine's not big enough. I haven't gone through anything traumatic in my life. So this can't be a wound. I'm telling you right now, whatever your wound is, it only has to make sense to you. It doesn't have to make sense to anybody else, but it, if it has that impact on you, then yes, it's a wound. So don't compare somebody else's wounds to yours. They're individual and they're our own. Now, as you've been listening to my voice already, you may know your wound. You may already have 
connected, or you may have done work before in a personal development or a therapy or a coaching session around your wound and what that is. And you may have already identified how it's impacting you, creating your legacy in your life. And if that's you right now, go ahead and write down what you think your wound is. Go and write down anything you can about it. If you are kind of journaling experienced, then I would say go free flow. So write down what you think your wound is. And if it's just, if things are just happening inside of you, if things are just flowing, then just write them down, just get them out. And again, when we do this work, if there are any tears, any snot rockets, let them come. And a part of our society of how we process and what we say is okay and not okay, tears on the borderline of okay, snot rockets kind of definitely going into the lines of not being okay. Things like when we talk about... Um, Let's just call the word, if I, if I, in the words of my niece, fart. If you fart or anything else that happens going on, it's just your body releasing. So don't judge what's happening. Whatever's happening for you right now, then just let it. Also, you notice when you do this work, you might find yourself incredibly thirsty. So if you are, make sure that you are drinking loads, especially if you are crying. And if there are any tears and any energy being released through the tears, if you need to nap or sleep or anything going on, just listen to your body when you do this, start doing this kind of work, especially if you're new to it, because it might feel very strange inside your body. Now, I know the next question that most people ask me, which is, I don't know what my wound is, Laura. How do I find it out? And that's what I want to do next, because when I'm working with my private clients, obviously we do this together. You might not have access to your own private coach right now. And you still should be looking at this work when we come to legacy. But for you today, let's, let's kind of dive in. So how do you work out what your wound is if you're not sure? We don't go straight to the wound. We work back from the present day tense backwards. So it's like doing, you know, imagining the story of your life, but going in reverse. So I want you to think in your present day state, so who you are today, who you are listening to me right now, do you notice any patterns of behavior that you don't feel great when you're doing, you probably don't love the behavior that you're doing, but they almost feel automatic and potentially protective. So is there any behavior that you know that is on automatic pilot for you and feels protective? So just ask yourself that. And diving deeper, do you think that what you are doing on some level, and again, go to your gut instinct here. By the way, when I'm asking you these questions, let's just say a quick sideways, because this is where my brain works. We have three brains. You have a three brains. You have one in your head, the one that we all know about. You have one in your heart and one in your stomach. When you start doing these pieces of work, if you are from a Western culture, which I am, we often look for the answer to be in our big old head brain. We don't listen to our heart and our stomach brains because it's not just not something that we're told, taught, taught in our schooling system. Um, and even if we are and we understand this, we don't understand what to do with the information. Then people often don't believe us. This is why we have terms such as you know, gut instinct. That's your gut brain, your enteric brain talking to you. And by the way, cat, crazy cat lady here. I love cats. There's more neurons in your stomach than there is a cat. Your, your stomach is highly intelligent. So when I'm asking you these questions, if 
thoughts and feelings feel like they pop up from nowhere, could be from your stomach, could be from your heart, could be a feeling, could be a color, could be anything that's coming out because that's just how your unconscious mind is processing, then just let it be, okay? Stop trying to make it so super logical and using our big old head brain all the time. Actually, that's why we get into a lot of trouble because we don't listen to our other brains. So let me ask you the question again. Come at it from a point of peace and just listen. Is there any behavior that you are doing on automatic pilot that feels almost protective that is designed to keep you safe? Yes or no? That answer, even if it just screamed at you from somewhere, go with it. Do you know what triggers that behavior? Is it something that someone says? Is it something that someone does? Is there a type of topic? Is there a type of atmosphere? Is it night or day or sounds? What is the trigger for you? So what kicks off that sequence of events that leads to the pattern of behavior that you probably don't love? Got that? Great. You're doing great, my friend. Okay, you're doing great here with me. We're going to some deeper work. Now, once you've written down those patterns of behavior, once you can look at what's triggering you, what sets off that pattern of behavior, can you trace it back throughout your life? So don't jump, try and back to, to your kid if you can't. Just go periodically through like the years backwards. So did I do it a year ago? Did I do it two years ago? Yes. Did I do it five years ago? Did I do it 10 years ago? Obviously, depending on how old you are, keep going back. See if you can identify when you started doing this behavior and see if you can identify what was that event that your unconscious mind already knows that actually was the start point for these behaviors because it is a wound. Now, here's an example of a client tracking back again, because I think everyone, if you haven't done this before, client examples can really help. So this is one of my clients, one of my private clients. They weren't showing up online. Now, when people say it's not showing up online, I'm going to say specifically, it wasn't just about not going live. It had anything to do with their face. So they didn't want to show their face online. They didn't want to show much about their life or their home or too much detail. So if they did show up online, it was very anonymously almost. They didn't want to show specific locations that they were living in. And they didn't want to show anything that kind of gave clues to, to their wider life rather than just the message they were sharing. Now, many newer coaches look at this and say, it's confidence. It's all down to confidence. You'd be wrong if that's what you were thinking. Because when you do this wound tracking, the client tracked back what she was doing to the behavior that was being displayed. Now, also to kind of a little bit, give a little bit of context about this client, which might help you further, this client, as I said, wasn't showing up online in the ways I've just described. However, they were talking on stages at events. They were doing podcasts. They were doing guest trainings for other people in their industry. So this isn't a confidence of never being seen, but it's being seen in certain situations. So what she wasn't doing is showing up for herself online in a public way and in a public way that she didn't know the audience. Because even on podcasting, it was her voice. You couldn't see certain things. So think about it. She's not showing up in certain ways. She's showing up in others. She's showing up in the ways when there is safeguards around who 
is actually seeing certain things. And a trigger point for her was any new image. So she had a, a, a few, like two to three images of herself that she would share publicly, that they were her safe images. She was fine with those being out there. But any new picture of her then wasn't safe. Now, doing the work in her private sessions, what transpired was that due to multiple wounds in her childhood and then a very similar event in her adulthood, she was perceiving that it wasn't physically safe to be physically seen when she couldn't control who was seeing it. Now, I'm not going to shortcut the middle section of the work here because that's her journey. That's her story. And this is something that we're not doing the podcast today. We're talking about wounds. But I also don't want to minimize the impact here because if I tell you that part and then just tell you the end part, you go, right, great. That happened in one session. That's not how this world work, work, works. She spent hours in the middle section here. Together we did, you know, doing the client work, identifying the wounds, clearing the energy blocks, working on her shadow self and doing the healing process. So there's a lot that goes on in the middle. So I don't want you to think if this is you right now that you go, do you know what? I need one of those one-off magic coaching sessions that I could have the light bulb moment and all of these things from my traumatic past are going to be gone like that. It, it doesn't, can happen like that, but it often doesn't. There's other work and other clearings that need to happen in the middle. But what I will do now is fast forward just, just a bit into the future for her. Because what happened once we did that middle part of the work is that wound now shaped her mission. And her mission is focused on helping people in her niche to see, be seen as their most authentic self, even if that isn't in the stereotypical way that the world wants from them. Now, that's not her marketing mission. And that's just causing something else here. Mission isn't marketing. Mission is this inherent motivational force that gets you out of bed in the morning that you can't wait to do, that you love, that is scary probably. You know there's still some healing that's going to go on around it. You can shape that into a marketing message, but mission doesn't have to be marketing. And when we come to wounds, they're so personal. For this client, her wound shaped her mission. And that's where we're going for you next, my friend. Once you've identified your wound, how can you use the learnings of that wound, the healing and the potential, potentially of the pain of the wound to create a legacy for others? Now, a slight little bit of a tidbit here. We often create that which we wish had existed for us. Because when we are healing ourselves, ultimately then we start to heal others. Now, there's one last section I want to talk about today, which is the vibration of wounds. So if you know or believe in universal laws, we are diving into the law of vibration. Now, the law of vibration states that everything in the universe is, a cons is in a constant state of movement. So it's already moving, always moving around. And those movements are what we call vibrations. And the speed and rate at which something vibrates is called its frequency. So your wound right now is vibrating as such and has a frequency. Now, we've all heard the high vibe, and I, I'm going to quote unquote with my fingers here. <laughs> we've all heard that quote unquote high vibe. So what is that actually talking about on a different level? Because your wound has a frequency, that frequency, because it hasn't healed or you haven't done any healing work, healed, you can heal wounds as in like it's a full stop, but often they can also be an ongoing healing journey. And that 
wound has a frequency right now which might be lowering your vibration for the legacy that you desire to create. So actually, you might be vibrating as a whole person on a different frequency, but that wound can be bringing down your frequency. And that's why we need to look at healing it. Now, you'll, you'll have a feeling. It could be in your gut. Again, it could be in your great, big, beautiful, enteric mind. But as I've been talking about vibrations of wounds, that there's a feeling in your stomach that, oh, that's me. And if that is you, if you have that kind of little niggling feeling somewhere in your mind, body, and soul right now, then I'm going to invite you to take action. The key takeaway from today is if you have a core wound, it can lead you to deepening your legacy and impact on the world when you start exploring it in a safe and mindful way. So if you know of someone who would benefit from listening to Wielding Legacy, then do invite them to listen with us because I would love that to have them here with us today. And when you're ready to explore your legacy, your success and your impact on the world, there are a couple of ways that you can work with me right now. So you can join me for a one-to-one experience like no other in my Immersion Day experience. This is a powerful day or set of days that is created specifically for you. It combines coaching and hypnotherapy and other releasing techniques to enable you to move to to the next level. They're also created specifically for you. So there's not a standard location that I do them in. They're created for you in a location and a vibration that's going to enable you to elevate than you've ever, ever dreamed of. 